Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most sublime endeavor podcast. Ah, God damn it. I hate too many cars. This is the most sublime endeavor podcast and you're in it and uh, you have your own most sublime endeavor and I have mine and you're in mine and I'm in yours and we're part of each other's most sublime endeavor right now and it's a beautiful day hey another one another beautiful day to be alive i think at least for me i hope for you as well it's dark already it's cold it's another it's kind of warm though like cold but still warm it's only minus nine celsius spring is obviously coming <laughs> in, in five months and yes it's uh, freezing cold Again, that's winter, I guess, that's February. I like the warmth though. I like sunshine, I like I like, like 20 plus. I don't know what this is in Fahrenheit, but um, you probably know. I use the German metric system. This is very efficient. And we Germans are all about efficiency. Yeah, but you guys way, work way harder. We're way more lazy, we try to be more efficient. Um, but you guys, you, you work like super hard. Crazy, crazy hard work ethic. We don't have to, we're, we're, in Germany we're way lazier. We, we enjoy to be off as much as possible and to do nothing and to, to jerk off in a hammock. That's what we Germans enjoy the most. We are happy when we're not at work. Not all, a lot of us though. A lot of us are pretty, that's in general. Yeah, we got a lot of vacation anyways. Or, I mean, it's always in relation. Like 30 days vacation a year is a lot to hear, but in general probably it's more about whatever, I don't even know. Doesn't matter, it's, it's, it's saukoid, it's, it's freezing cold, it's cold as balls, that's what's up. Over here. So, and because it's so cold, I wanted to warm up today and my girlfriend said, hey, honey, come on, let's go to a, um, she, let's go to hot yoga, let's, let's do yoga. She's always doing it, she's doing it since years, she's always there. I have never done, done the yoga and yeah, today I was like, all right. She always begged me, like she always said like, Come on, let's go. And I, I, I was always, I don't know, I was always kind of, I don't know, kind of nervous, kind of shy, kind of, you know, I shied away from it. And, I don't know, like, it's kind of weird, like being the only dude surrounded by chicks wearing tight pants and you're doing like, and they all bend over, like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta worry that you don't get a boner in there, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I always worried of getting a boner at yoga. But, um, or farting is also such a thing, eh? You don't, you, as a dude in, 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 in the yoga place, you don't want to fart and you don't want to get a boner. That's like, uh, that's what we guys are worrying about, ladies, you know, when you try to get your boyfriend or hubby to go to yoga, that's probably what he's worrying. You've got to take his fear of farting and getting hard. So yeah, today I said, yeah, honey, let's go. I'm gonna rock it, I'm gonna win the yoga. That's what I said. I want to win it. 
So we went there and it was busy. It was like the whole room, it was a big room. It was packed. And um, yeah, at first you, you get like a mat and a, a towel for it and, and you fill up a water bottle and you go in and it's really nice and warm in there. Like not super hot, but, but um, really, really, really warm. Like not, not as hot as a, as a Finnish sauna, but I don't know the exact temperature. I would guess like 40 to 50 degrees Celsius. It feels, yeah, really, really warm. Like when you exercise in it, it gets soup out and you sweat like a pig. Um, yeah. And then um, the thing started and what I noticed first, there were a lot of dudes in there and a lot of, like, yeah, you know, a lot of guys. Most of them topless, which I didn't expect that there are that many guys. It was almost a third of the, of the class was probably guys. I was surprised and yeah then it started I have to say it's tough it's it's really hard a lot of balancing kind of exercises and stretching it's all kind of like stretching and like stretch all kinds of muscles it's fun though like, um, and I tried to go hard like I wanted my muscles to hurt you know when you when you I don't know, when you stretch and then when you try to get to your toes and I tried to go hard on it, you know, because I, I don't know, I feel, I felt like it. And some poses were super hard to do, like just like bending over, like I'm not that flexible, you know, but I tried to go as hard as possible. Because all the other ones, there, there were a lot of chicks in there who were like flexible like crazy, like rubber, like like. When I was a kid, I was maybe that flexible, you know? When I was like, I don't know, 12, I was, I was flexible, or 13. Um, so yeah, I tried to go hard and it was fun. And like the longer the class went, the more I enjoyed it. It's, and uh, really, if you've never tried it, if you're a guy like me and, and you rather drink beer at home while your girl is out doing yoga, well, you should try it. Um, if you rather watch a game instead of doing yoga, then just try it once. It's awesome. It's really good. I want to go back I, someday. And yeah, and the class went on, and then at the end of the class, like everybody said, amazed, almost like an amen in the church. And yes, so then the class ended, and. Um, yeah, it was great. And afterwards, people say, like, guys, guys and gals, they always say there's a, um, a glow. You have a glow after, a yoga glow, once you're done. And obviously, you know, whatever, I don't know. But what I have to say is, afterwards, it felt really good. Like in the car driving home, it's like, it's like when you, uh, take a deep breath and you breathe out and you know this feeling when like the last air gets out of out of your, your belly or your lungs or wherever you breathe it that kind of feeling like this kind of pure beautiful contentment that I felt like and this I don't know for like 
20 minutes or half an hour afterwards felt this like absolute contentment it was it was a great feeling and i want to have it again so i have to go back there like i i don't know i probably won't go crazy go seven times a week but i don't know once a week would be cool i guess yeah and obviously you get better and it's good for your body, you know, it's not just a, the mental thing or, or just feeling afterwards, but it's in general a good thing and it's nice and warm and especially when you're in the cold weather, it's awesome to get away and to get, yeah, yeah. And I have to tell you, I did good. I actually did good at yoga, but I also did good and did not fart or get a boner. Yoga, have you ever done it? Probably, eh? some some of you guys probably must have done it. So many people are doing it. It's great though. It's, um, yeah, and amazed my friends, and amazed my beautiful yogis. <laughs> Let's pull over here. We have to talk, guys. The other day, the internet bill came in again. You know, from your ISP. Oh, this music oh no I totally forgot that the music was on the whole time while driving around I didn't even notice I didn't even notice that the music was on huh wow maybe you may you probably have noticed eh? should I start this podcast again now this music man that sucks ah who cares right nobody's gonna listen to this anyway so nobody can claim some copyright and shit like you know no. Fuck. I don't know if this, if you will hear this now, like if you, um... <clears throat> that's, I have, I have to listen to this. If that's good or not. Otherwise I'll do it all over. Alright, alright, I'm back at it. And I think it is fine. It's, um... Just listen to it a little bit. It should be fine. It's, you... But we'll see. I don't know. Excuse me. So yeah, we have to talk. I had some ideas. About... Just l l hear me out. Um, I got the bill again from, from the ISP, Internet Service Provider, and they did raise the price again. In the course of the last few years, they always raised it. Always a little bit, but always raised it. I'm not exactly sure when it always went up because they don't really they didn't really send me anything like it's probably on the bill somewhere in low in in, in a low size like it's probably written you know in small letters somewhere in a small font and so yeah they raised it again like it's crazy it's it's way too expensive um, and they keep going up and up and up and there's no break for it like there's no also what's the justification my speed doesn't get faster and um, you know then I thought the other day hold on a second how what, what, like the internet these days the internet has become to to a necessity almost like we use it all day every day for everything People use it for work, for school, for entertainment, for everything. For porn, probably, that's the biggest one. Then I'm thinking like, so if you cannot afford it, to 
to to to pay uh, to, to if you can't afford internet, which some people probably can't really afford it. It's, it can be a lot of money. Like if you work minimum wage, then it's a lot of money. And then I was thinking, because it's a necessity, shouldn't we we really really get together and, and think of of treating it as a public utility? The internet. It's almost like a basic thing. Like, see, if you if you wouldn't have electricity, you would have a real disadvantage. And so it it almost. I mean, it's 2019. You know, we we kind of have to start talking about those things. Um, the thing is, if we let corporations who are traded in the stock market make billions and billions and billions without any sort of regulation, and I'm not saying some some uh, you know some communist regulation or whatever, you know, I'm just saying, hey guys, you can't ra keep raising it until eternity. That's wages don't go up if if you. Internet bill a year goes up. I don't know five to seven percent. Do your wages go up five to? Does minimum wage go up every year five to seven percent? I don't think so. Maybe maybe sometimes it does. You know we have, we have to seriously as a society as as um, as a speech we, we kind of have to think of we have to talk about this. Same goes with water. What if there would be um, five different water suppliers you could pick from, but they're all traded in the stock market and they would all together kind of raise the prices slower and slowly and slowly and slowly always more and more and more and more and more people would go crazy and politicians would step in eventually if they're not um, if they're not paid off by by uh, multiple lobbyists and I'm not uh, not just speaking here you know it's in Germany it's everywhere it's, it's in, I, I, probably in most countries it's the same thing but yeah, we, we have to, I think we have, we should start treating internet as a public utility. If your kid is, for example, at school and doesn't have access to the internet at home, it's a real serious disadvantage for the education. In some cases you need it for school, you 100%, it's not just an option, it's, it's, a, it's a necessity. And therefore, it cannot be that private corporations just go up like crazy. If the electricity price keeps going up that much, people go crazy. The politicians will start talking about it. No matter, if, I don't know if there's, but you know what I mean. With success or not is a different thing, but you know what I mean. So, with the internet, goes the same way. People were. I heard people talking about if um, if um, social media is a public utility after they banned different people and such, um, which I don't know. You know, I don't know. But the first step would be in, instead of instead of um, um, uh, instead of making like stuff like uh, Twitter and Facebook and those guys a public utility, we should talk about making internet a public utility. You know, that's that should be the first step. I don't have, I'm not paying for cable TV or anything of those things, but just plain internet and see if we talk about public utility, we could come up with a standard speed, a low speed, where the price is similar throughout all providers and where they can have a break and can't raise it like a crazy person you know there's some 
regulation for corporations is necessary because if you if corporations can do whatever they want they will do whatever they want and they won't care about you no 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 no. they care about the stock value you know and the shareholders care about making more it doesn't matter if you maybe someday um have trouble to to afford um internet it doesn't matter to them you know now, what matters is the money to do to get more from you. That's when the stock goes up. If they raise the prices, the stock will go up. If they have less employees, the stock will go up. You know, if they, yeah. So we have to start thinking of those things. It's 2019. The future is kind of here in a way. 20 years ago, it was a different thing. It was a luxury. You know, the internet. I remember some people had it. A 56k modem, you know. Took forever to get in, and then what? Uh, what did I do? I went to some chat rooms and and, and uh, talked shit to people. <laughs> Just it's a natural thing. That's like uh, like when I first was in the internet, I wasn't that old, and but it came natural to to get in some some sort of chat room and talk shit to people. It's kind of what people do today, you know. It, it, it's a natural thing. If you're anonymous, you will, you will, you will start talking shit. <laughs> yeah, I remember now that I'm talking about yeah, it's In 90, whatever, 98, 99, or 97, I don't know, Windows 95 or whatever it was. Probably 97 or something. I was, I was young back then, really young. And yeah, already done. Is it stuff that I even didn't even know how to do it? <laughs> uh, fun times. Yeah, that's what's happened if you're anonymous, I guess. You just, especially that young, I didn't know shit, anyways. So yeah, internet. Back then it was a luxury. You know, you can go online and you have, you can Google stuff. It was awesome and like crazy. But today. It's to some people like electricity. It makes some people's living from home. It's, you know, all those things. People have, don't have TVs anymore, so how do you get an announcement? How do you get information? Surely a radio would still work, but you know what I mean. It's 2019. Those, those big-ass corporations who make billions and keep raising the prices, man. You know, we got to do something about that. Just a possibility for everybody to to have affordable access to the internet. That's what I'm talking about. Anywhere in the world, in all countries, in my opinion, that's a thing. You know, like we should we should really like water is a human right, and so is access to information. And the biggest access to information is the internet. So, yeah. Let's figure something out, guys, you know? People have to bring this up. People have to start thinking about it. See, I've, I have so much time at my job to think about stuff. Last week I worked more than 50 hours and, and so I had plenty of time to think. It's a mindless job where I just have my brain to myself all day. And I can, yeah. I also sort of different things. Last week I, I mostly sort of how the future could be, or for example with the internet thing, and then I also I yeah 
I somehow, I don't know, Elon Musk came to my mind and, and his Teslas. You know, and, and how good it is that we kind of get electric cars and how much better they are for the environment. Are they, though? I mean, surely they don't burn fossil fuels anymore. And we, once we have such an electric car, we don't need fossil fuels. But I don't know. Is it the next big thing? Is it is? It certainly is in a way. But how far will it get? For example, in Germany, there are barely any Tesla stations. See. Obviously, um, German car manufacturers, they don't have big interest to put now a lot of... They lobby, obviously, a lot that there is not that many um, Tesla electric gas stations on the German autobahns and in Germany. Um, because they didn't, they're too late in the party. Like BMW, Audi, VW, well, all of them, Mercedes, all of them kind of do now electric cars, but they were kind of late to the party. Tesla is kind of way ahead. I know it's obviously nothing, nothing, not rocket and not, not rocket science or rocket engineering to make an electric car, but um, still though. Yeah. So in Germany there are not that many electric Tesla gas stations because our big car companies are lobbying against it um, just to keep selling their own stuff. Diesel is more or less banned in a lot of cities now. Cars with diesel, which is also a big thing where people are upset, which is understandable. If obviously diesel is not good for the environment, but or probably worse than gasoline, you know. But if you um, have one already, you, you, I think it's more. We should think of getting rid of them in the future. But the people who already bought one, you know, those are hardworking people. Like, they save up their money and they buy diesel because they think, hey, diesel is cheaper. That's in Germany a big thing, you know, because diesel is like way cheaper than gasoline. And so people bought diesel cars. And now they're abandoned cities. Well, you, you saved up maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 or 20,000 euros or, or five, whatever. It's all a lot of money, depending on how much you make, obviously. And then, all of a sudden, you're not allowed to um, drive in the city anymore. Of course, it sucks for those people, you know, understandably. And then the, 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 their car is, uh, with this regulations, you know, I'm, I'm all for um, um, great air quality. But I don't think that's the right way. That's not for the people, you know. We've survived long enough. Just limit the future... Um, um, manufacturing and sales of diesel cars. That's what I think. To the future ones, you know, give like the car companies I don't know, two or three years to say, hey guys, from then on, you can't sell any more diesel. Why not do it like this? But to do it for, for, for hardworking people, people with businesses, you know, they buy trucks with diesel because they take less gas. Ah, it's tough. It's tough for them. I get it. And those people are super upset, obviously. Because when diesels are banned in cities, obviously the value of diesel cars goes way down. Who would buy a diesel anymore? Nobody. So if you buy a car for a BMW, a diesel one, that's a BMW 3, you know, cool car, you know, when you're young, you may want it. It's worth nothing anymore. In Eastern Europe, they want them. They, they buy them cheap, obviously, because over there you don't have the regulations and they're happy. They get great cars for a good value. 
that's like where politics comes in without real thinking or I don't know obviously it's bad to have uh, to have an unhealthy um, um, air quality but again how I said on the same time can we just go like that you know that's what 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 started kind of the yellow vest in, in France where the French government um, wanted to jack up the price of gas put a new tax on and make it way more expensive and then people have trouble to afford it that's when you start going in the street. And now, this past weekend was, the, I think, the 14th consecutive week of um, Yellow West demonstrations um, in, in in France. Yeah. Who knows what will come out there. Yes, and then apparently in German car manufacturers, you know, there's a hundred years of, of, of car manufacturing. They try to come up with something. You know, they they have to keep going as well, and um, they are apparently really looking into the engineering of um, I think it's called hydrogen engines. So basically, with, with, yeah, with hydrogen, what's in water? Apparently, you, you can use it use hydrogen as a gas. Apparently, they're working on it. I don't know how far they're progressing. I don't know if it, if that would be really a thing. So instead of a gas or diesel engine, you would have a hydrogen engine and have a water tank in your car. I mean, the idea of it sounds great because water is almost is a resource that's really almost that's even better than electricity because for electricity for the batteries you need coltan and and those are limited apparently limited um, resources so a water engine if you could really convert the hydrogen out of the water and then run your car with this i mean that would be something i have to say like why not and then only steam comes out of your exhaust yeah that sounds very Futuristic and very uh, like a good idea. I mean, if this, if they can really figure it out to work, good. And if you have, see, I don't know how far the reach would be of like let's say forty liters of water in your uh, tank, how long it would take you. But if it takes even like I don't know two hundred miles, would be good. Would be comparable comparable to electricity and, I mean, more resource friendly. Like, and we wouldn't have to exploit people in the Congo who are digging for Colton. Yeah, that's the shadow side of electricity. But don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of electric cars and they're super powerful, they're fun, they're, you know, and obviously you don't need electricity. But what I heard, and I think the number is correct, you know, as far as I can tell, um, apparently to make an electric car with like the battery equipment and whatsoever, whatever it is involved, um, it generates emissions of a normal car that has already run 200,000 kilometers, apparently. That's a crazy number. So when you buy an electric car, you already have the emissions of 200,000 kilometers. Obviously in the future, if everything gets more efficient, um, I think that number will drop. It's just now, you know, if there's more mass manufacturing and whatsoever, probably the number will go down. But it's still a crazy number. We're, we're, it's hard to, like, you can't really say, like, people don't really say publicly stuff against it. Otherwise, they um, always get, like, a shitstorm, you know. 
obviously an electric car is great but and there's also i think that's probably the first step but the second i think what would be good you know especially in, in, in cities instead of each of us having a electric car or um, self-driving cars that roam around like they'll need uh, i think mass transportation like buses like a fleet of buses to go wherever you want kind of and well it's okay if you don't go right in front of the place right uh, i would be fine with taking the bus to a bus station if there are a lot of bu and whatsoever but what i want to say is a fleet of electric buses you know that would be good mass transportation and and buses where you're not just maybe sitting but where you can take a two by four you know you take a bus to a hardware store or kind of in the area then you walk there buy whatever you need get back in the bus and and drive home again or near your home if you would have way more buses also they could drive to the bus park and the electric batteries for example could be switched immediately some cities kind of do have it and I'm, I'm, um, they do kind of have electric buses where they're connected to lines on top that's uh, without batteries but they're connected to power lines that go on over the street um, what i think buses would be good instead of a tram or something because they're way more flexible you know I think that would be a good idea. I don't know how feasible it would be, I don't know the numbers, I don't know how expensive and whatsoever if it actually would be possible, but I imagine why not? We basically have them already. Um, yeah, mass transportation is still way more efficient than uh, one bus is way better than 20 Teslas. You know, one electric bus would be, of course you maybe can't drive to, but in the future, I would say. Right now it's different anyways. In the future, that would be a way to go. I think, who knows, maybe I'm wrong, maybe you totally disagree with me and that's fine and that's just what I was thinking about. Maybe I'm thinking wrong anyways, who knows. I think that would be a good idea, obviously I'm not um, as smart to really come up with a plan for that, but if you know the Elon guy, Elon Muskie, then you can tell him about it, say hey dude, make some electric buses, mass transportation, that's a big thing in the future let's do it like that because in some cities already have mass transportation like subways and what but there are a lot of cities who don't have it and for those cities i'm talking you know if you have subways that's great that's already perfect subways i love subways or trams are great but if you don't have it you know now when a city is already populated you can just build a subway in there it's crazy i mean maybe musk does it with his tunnel but um make buses people need less cars way more buses buses and bicycles you know that's the way to go i think at least i, I imagine that yeah somebody should tell musky who knows or bases or one of those guys musky is probably the, the pioneer of electricity electric transportation so somebody please tell him and um yep Put me on the list when you make the patent and say I was part of it. It's plain. Huh. Oh, speaking of Muskie, eh? he, um, I think he, he says also the universal basic income. If you've ever heard of it before, probably you have. It hasn't in this day and age. 
Um, anyways, if you haven't heard of it, it's, uh, just I want to give you a general idea because I also thought about that. Um, universal basic income is um, that everybody, some people say from the age of 18 and some people say only people with less income, whatever, but in general the idea is to give every citizen a thousand bucks a month. And therefore don't really have like social assistance and whatsoever, just everybody regardless. It's universal regardless if you have a lot of money or not, or if you're a billionaire or if you're poor, it doesn't matter, everybody gets a thousand bucks a month and you take care of yourself. It shall help you and whatsoever. And a lot of people say it's it's a necessity that has to come and I agree, like somehow um, if there's more and more automation, also, you know, big corporations they still want the consumer. Like If there's more and more um, automation and people have less and less jobs, speaking, uh, a lot of people are unemployed or poorly employed and have not a lot of money. Well, if companies still want to sell their stuff, they need to give people money to actually buy their stuff. So that's um, a universal basic income idea, kind of. And you can pay rent from it and you can buy a PlayStation, whatever you want to do with it, it doesn't matter. Obviously, it's a good idea in a way. If we don't have jobs anymore, then we, we still got to live somehow. Maybe we come up with a total different, and maybe we have become more shared economy, but I doubt that. That's maybe even further away. So, what I was thinking is, because people really argue a lot, how is it financially feasible? How do you finance to give everybody a thousand bucks? In the US, I don't know, 320 million people, um, that would be... How much money would that be? Do you know? The three zeros to 320 million would be, I think, 320 billion. Is that right? It's definitely a crazy amount of money every month. Um, Or 200 or whatever, how many people would get it. You know, but it's still a crazy amount of money and people argue, like, how would you finance it? And every month, you know, that much money, it's crazy and whatsoever. And see, I'm not an economist, so I don't really know. But what I thought was, instead of a universal big basic income that pays um, everybody a thousand bucks, what about a universal basic living? Let's call it like that. And what I mean by that is that everybody, regardless of your family or that, like families and singles and, and everybody just who lives somewhere, gets, um, for example, we, we know, you know, people know kind of the average of what a three-person household needs in electricity, what the average rent is, what the average water consumption is, internet, and whatever, the, the utilities, you know. If we could find a way to finance it that way, to that everybody gets, like, let's say if you're, if you're a family with two kids and you would get the average, what the average family needs with two kids, that you can use it for free, electricity for example, and if you use more, you um, have to pay the, the rest of it. And so with water and you with rent for example. The average amount of rent or mortgage in your area and you know, for the average household, like all average, like that everybody kind of um, has a basic living standard, that you have a roof, that, that you have a shelter, you know, and um, that you can have kind of decent life, that you that you that your basic needs are set. 
And then still you've got a you've got a, somehow you need a job to buy food and stuff, but you don't have to worry about paying the water bill or the power or internet or or your rent. I think that would be an idea because what I see with or what I guess would might be a problem with the um uh universal basic income, let's say a thousand dollar a month is uh, a lot of people make make um uneducated decisions financially and obviously it's the right to do so to do whatever with it but the idea is kind of a universal basic income that that you will still be able to pay your rent that you maybe don't have to do a shitty job you don't like and i see trouble seeing in, in an age of a mass addiction with with all sorts of things starting from alcohol to to um um, gambling and and maybe opioids and whatsoever and different financial stuff like you know credit card bills it probably would have up that some people would just um, take the thousand bucks and try to get rid of the, the credit cards and interest and whatsoever you know i think for some people it would be dangerous to lose that money really quick you know and obviously that would be the right, but still, if we would do it with a kind of universal basic living situation, then those things, people would still have shelter and people would still be fine. You could live. And you still wouldn't have to do a shitty job, you know, if you can get by. Like. I don't know. I thought of this, I said, because I don't know if, if universal basic income would be uh, financeable, but could be financed but the other thing is probably less money than a thousand bucks and that's for a whole family you know so in, in definitely would be or for you know i'm sure if you live alone you get kind of less you have less electricity costs so you, you but it's covered the standard the, the average the median is covered i think that would be great but again um, I don't know. What, what do you think about this? All of those ideas. I wonder. It would be fun to to get some feedback on that, because I think it's a good idea. Obviously, is it the best? I don't know. Is it the best? Who knows? Anyways, right? What's gonna happen in the future, man? It's still. It's. Uh, who knows? I've talked recently about automation and stuff, so you can listen to this. I don't know if to say anything to it now, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about those ideas? Good ideas or not? Maybe it's maybe it's absolutely stupid what I'm saying. Who knows? <laughs> maybe some real economists will say, hey, that's bullshit. And the economists also, it's funny, yeah, we say economists and put them all in one um, thing, but there are different types of economists and for example, some are super capitalistic, some are super more um, socialistic way, kind of. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's important kind of to have a strong economy, you know. That's definitely important. You can go either. And it's also wrong, like the ISP guys do, to raise the price on and let them do whatever. By the way, yesterday I've watched on Netflix a, doc a powerful documentary that you should watch if you um, if you feel like it. It's called Stink, explanation mark, S-T-I-N-K, explanation mark. And it's a documentary, a guy is doing it, he has two daughters, his wife died of breast cancer, blah, 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 whatsoever. I don't want to spoil too much. 
Anyways, it's about um, chemical industry. This uh, place in uh, this is a documentary is based in the U.S. and he's talking to different lobbies and whatsoever to try to get because did you know that for example you know some some you know perfumes or or, or laundry detergent or dish soap or normal soap or um, shampoo they all have like different fragrance like watermelon or blue sky or caribbean midnight flavor smell you know deodorants all of them and they don't have to tell you which chemicals they use in it for the fragrance if you look at the at the bottle of it and you see ingredients it just says fragrance well this fragrance often very often as you can see it's, it's shocking it's, it's it's absolutely shocking and almost like a must watch it's just important to know about that shit what's going on it's it's so important and it's not it's it's real it's we we have to educate ourselves more and that's one way to do it also kind of entertaining but those corporations giant unilever and whatso and, and a lot of them like pretty much all, all of them they put shit in it like crazy you wouldn't you if you notice you won't it's ah fuck just watch it man it's crazy i i don't want to spoil too much you know just watch it it's s-t-i-n-k explanation mark it's on netflix or wherever you can find it i don't know um i'm sure you can find it if you want to and just watch it it's good it's good it's crazy though and that's pure lobbyism as well in there you can see oh god i'm getting mad ass cunts you know ass cunts that's when yeah watch it guys it is crazy what we let them do but we vote for them you know we vote for fucking politicians and a lot of them not all especially since Santa somehow it seems like that there are a lot of um, different ones now coming up like um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez or Tulsi Gabbard and I don't even know who else but there it seems like that there are now some real some guys coming up who don't seem that you could bribe them at least that's how it seemed to me who knows but there are a lot of politicians who really oh god damn it it's not just that they make uneducated decisions they make well-educated decisions but based on their own finances you know that's how a lot of them make their decisions based on, on, on if they get a Rolex or not, you know. Fuck. Fucking lobbyism. It's something for a different episode. It's getting late and cold in this car. I have to start the engine, the gasoline engine. Oh. Yeah, it seems like that they're like now that there's a wave of different politicians coming up and it looks kind of nice regardless if you if I if you agree with everything they say or not but it seems like that I don't know and maybe it's just foolish to believe it but it seems that now there are really a few kind of congressmen and women um, who really look promising and really seem that you that they are not like that they wouldn't take any bribes and lobby money it seems like so that's kind of promising because lobbyism is a big problem. It's pr 
pretty much in every industry. Um, and that's a big, big giant problem. It's against, against us, you know. This is, lobbyists are mostly against you and me. For the most part. It's we, usually you and me, we don't really benefit. We don't benefit at all from lobbyists, you know. It's a big problem. Like, I mean, somehow it all kind of is, uh, um, lobbyism just the same way as pretty much everything's propaganda, is it for you or not? But, um, you know, lobbyism usually does not benefit you. And we have to realize this, that those people who we, who, we, who we give our vote, they abuse it. You know, they don't do what we voted them for. They don't do what they promised. And it's absolutely wrong. It's kind of weird that... Like those politicians, you know, you give them a vote and then they do something totally different as they promised, but you can't kind of revoke your vote. You have to wait four years until he's done with his period. That's the crazy thing. There should be something that you can unvote a guy. If he, if he fucks up, if, if you get enough um, people to sign a petition or something, that you can like unvote him and say, hey, motherfucker, you did wrong, you, you suck at your job. If I would work like you would, I would have lost my job already. You know, there, there should be a way somewhere. It's also part of lobbyism that something like this would not get in, you know. It's uh, a crazy world. But yeah, stink. Watch it. It's great. And give me feedback on my ideas, if you like them. If you do like them, talk to other people about it. You know, if you like those ideas, take them, advance them, make them even better, and, and I don't know, tell people about those ideas. Who knows? Maybe those ideas will find the right person who says, hey, it's a great idea. Whatever, it doesn't really matter anyways. We'll see. Ah, oh, God, I have to piss now. Like a, like a racehorse, as they say. I can't, I'm in a car, I don't wear adult diapers, so I will have to drive home. Um, this is the most sublime endeavor, and contact me under, send me a letter, an, an ethernet letter, so email, give me, send me a mail, to the most sublime endeavor at protonmail.com. Protonmail, as I say, P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. It's kind of a secure email address. Um, to get away from Google and to use Google as much and anyhow send me an email there give me some feedback talk to me who are you who are you I don't know who you are maybe you know who you are but maybe you don't it's tough to find out who you really are who am I I don't know who am I who are you who are we what are we doing here that's what you will ask yourself once you watch Stink. That's what I ask myself. Like, what the fuck are we doing here on this planet? Fuck me, man. Fuck me. Anyhow, that's it for this week, I believe. See you soon, and let's wrap this bitch up. Okay? You take care you and yourself and everybody you love and we'll
spend some time together in a week or something like that. Or maybe you listen to a different episode now and we spend some more time together, even though I don't know. Anyhow, have a good... Have a week. Have a, have a week, my friend. And hear you soon. Bye-bye. Let's press the stop button. I hope it recorded. Yes, indeed it did.